Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the 2A Street. 2A Street, yeah. I've got Abe across from me. What's good with everybody? This dude across the table from me is, uh, you're just enlightening my life, Abe. I I really appreciate the conversations that we have back and forth throughout the week. Uh Just uh, just supporting each other. and uh, Iron sharpens iron. letting us know. I mean, you know, (laughs) what was really cool is you sent me a message this week. And it was a picture of this local restaurant. Uh-huh. And you're like, dude, we got to go in and talk to this guy. Yes, <laughs> yes. And I'm like, man, I know that guy. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. So yeah. it was just really cool that, that uh, we're, we're ending up finding the same people. Right. Yes. Uh, but it's, it's just neat that we're attracting this kind of group of yes. high functioning individuals into some of the circles yes. that we're running in. And it's just I find it intriguing that it's all lining up because... As much as I already knew that guy, yeah. I'd never thought about having him on the show or talking to him, even even outside of the way I do. Right? Yeah. A, he, he's a small business owner. He's very successful. Uh-huh. And that's right up our alley. I have that's no idea right why there, I never that's thought. Right Let's talk to this yeah. guy. So it was it was just I don't know. It was just really neat to have it come around because then it opened up my eyes to go. Wait a minute. Why don't we take some of the other high functioners that we're talking about? Because you were talking about having the Joy Spot on our. Uh, on the, on yes. the thing, and I so I hit her up with it last Friday. She's like, "Dude, just let me know when." But she didn't say "dude" to me because she's a poli- <laughs> polite and proper woman. Yeah, I was gonna be like, uh, you know, "That's how I talk." That's, that's my I girl, Joy Sport, right there. Shout out to you. That's right. That's right. So yeah, it's uh, it's just really interesting on how all these kind of high functioning people are now starting to gravitate together, and we're yes. gonna we're gonna do some amazing things. It's, it's absolutely all, uh, man. It's cool, but um, you know, one of the common things about these people and the things that we've been doing these days is that it's all based on some level of, you know, passion or love or something like that where, you know, it's only because of what's burning inside of us yeah. are we as functioning as we are and yeah. we're doing things not not even for money anymore. Right. I mean, how, how good does that feel when we leave from doing something and, and you didn't get paid financially to do it, but you leave way better than, than an Absolutely. $800 paycheck for, 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 for yeah. a job kind of thing, right? And it's just, it's one of those things where... What if um, you took everything in your life and used that kind of love, but uh-huh. applied it to everything? Right. So there's there's kind of there's there's always this saying that there's eight different kinds of love, and they got all these Greek words for it. You know, there's eros and all that kind of stuff, and depending on what kind of love that it is, depends on what it is. So there's uh, you know passionate love. So that's what you specifically share with your wife, for uh-huh. example, is that kind of deep, close, intimate passion. Then there's a friendship kind of love, right? Uh-huh. Which is the the you and me kind of love. So what we normally see in this world is that people either apply their passion to their relationships or they apply it to their jobs. Right. Right. And, and there are some that are the high functioners that apply it to everything that yes. they do. So what if you take the passion that you have for your wife, for example, and you drove that hard at a job, uh-huh. right? How successful would you be? Right. Right. Or for those guys that are out there making six figures at their jobs, what if they actually applied that to their relationship? Uh-huh. You, you, you uh-huh. see where I'm going here yes. is that, you know, love itself is not exclusive to that. I mean, there's just imagine that passion, drive and desire and how successful that you would be if you were to take supposedly what's supposed to be in your relationship. Uh-huh. We, we know that some people don't. And apply that to everything in your life. Uh-huh. You know, what level of success would, would you have? And then number two, how do we teach kids, right? Because this is, this is always our focus yeah. is how do we make sure that our next generation is successful? How do you teach kids to find something, number one, that they love yeah. so much 
that it doesn't matter what the benefit is and then start applying that to everything else in their life. Uh-huh. Right. So you've got some kids that love the hip hop industry. Right. Yeah. So you've been teaching them, guiding them on through the process of what it takes to be a hip hop artist and all that. They've got a love for it. You've got a love for it. Uh-huh. You're testing them to make sure that that it is love instead of just lust. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, 100. So is that how you're doing it? Is just teaching them and grabbing a little bit of nugget and then teaching them how to light that thing on fire and then push it forward? Is, is that one of the methods that you're using in order to make sure that they understand how to drive towards something? Well, you know, like with a lot of uh, uh, the, the people that we... Uh, that we with that, that we hang out with or that, uh, in our circles, we like you always say we're high functioning mm. and we strive to be successful. And so yeah. with that comes a, 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 a passion, a love for what it is that we're mm-hmm. going after mm-hmm. that is uh, like no other, you know. And uh, first of all, if we don't balance it now to say, yeah, I still gotta balance that with my the love for my wife or mm-hmm. my children and stuff, then you can be one-sided in such a way that you're so f- successful, getting money, mm-hmm. that, and then you neglect your home life, yeah. you neglect your children and stuff like this. So balancing that is really tricky. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to know who you is. You got to know yourself there. You know, if yeah. I go if I go so hard, mm-hmm. I might just lose myself. Yeah. I might just lose my family. So how do you balance that? That's sure. something that a person has to sit down and really kind of calculate and just uh, mm-hmm. come up with your own self, you know. As for the second part of it, when it comes to children, you know, uh, our kids right here, teaching them the passion. It's all, all about knowing that life is not always about making money. Mm-hmm. You know, you can do something that you never thought that you could, but you're actually helping other people in the process. Yeah. You know, a lot of people out here in the streets don't want to be servants. They don't want to mm-hmm. serve. They just want to be served. So yep. they want everything to cater to them. Mm-hmm. It's not in the do about how it is that I can actually help the next person. Yeah. You know, but we have to teach one each one mm-hmm. that you know um, if some passions are not going to be they're not going to come with a paycheck at the end of the day yeah. but don't lose heart don't lose sight keep on doing it because yeah. you never know that one person that you're going to touch mm-hmm. they're going to be the ones that are going to change a lot of things around yeah. You know, and that's uh, you. You added a third dynamic there that I didn't really consider. Is that you're kind of talking about almost a, a passion for self-love, and I don't mean a love yourself in a good wholesome way. I'm talking about selfish and self-centered, uh-huh. where you're driving so hard to be better than everybody else. Right. Then now you've taken that passion and turned it inwards, and you're not helping anybody outside of that. And yeah. That one's the concern that we're dealing with these days. I mean, we see that one everywhere. Is uh-huh. how do I be better? How do I make more money than that guy? How do I have more bling than that guy, or something like that? Yeah, and that's the dangerous one. And I had uh, actually not considered that because I was kind of going for the holistic view because that's the mentality that we're at these days. Yeah. Is how do we serve others? And um, I don't know. It's, it's just really. I don't like the self love way that it looks like these days right I, I, I like that we care on who we are and we want to be healthy and wholesome but uh the selfishness side of it and we, we've already had an episode on selfishness so i don't want to take it there on that one uh-huh. and you're right about the balance between you know there is a time where guys like you and i could put so much effort into our work out there that we forget about our wives at home That's right. and we forget about our own children yes. and, and stuff like that and um, it, it occurred to me when you were talking that there almost is a way to be 
too much of a servant to others. Uh-huh. You, you know, which yes. which is which is yes. kind of interesting. You can see how I'm kind of stewing over this here is because I normally am an a, an advocate for do everything you can for other people. Uh-huh. I mean, hopefully your wife is in is one of those other people and all that, but you can you can totally passion yourself out of a relationship oh, with Come your. On, man. <laughs> Straight you know? up, yeah. So, so not only do we have to teach on how to be passionate about what you're doing, yeah, but now we got to find that balance as balance well. Is big, so, yes. how do we how do we teach that balance then? At that point in time, where you're just taking a kid who has no idea what he's good at, you tell him to drive hard, but then if he drives too hard and becomes too successful, you have to rein him back. Yes, you have right? to, to, to tell him the balance. You have to, like, so. This is where now we have to. Um, um, understand that for example if you're so successful at your workplace and then you, you start bringing it home yeah. you know what i mean and it takes time away from your family mm-hmm. the time that you spend with your kids check that out mm-hmm. you know check that out because then they're going they're going to resent you they might not resent you right now but they're going to resent you later yeah. you know what i mean because you're not spending that time that mm-hmm. that's rightfully theirs you know, yeah. you know, so we ha- that balance right there is something that we have to con- consistently and continuously remind ourselves and check yeah. ourselves to say, yo, am I going overboard with this right mm-hmm. here? You know, am I spending the time and putting that same passion with my relationships? Yeah. You know what I mean? That I'm putting in this six uh, six figure uh, digit um, yep. check that's coming in. You know. Is it about just balance at this point in time? And, and what I mean by that is, that, you know. We, we see a lot of people out there where the, the husband or I mean, or these days the wife could be out making the six figures. They're gone for six months out of the year. But the other spouse is OK with it because they're at home and they could just buy whatever they want whenever they want. Right. But to me, they might be missing that actual love yeah. for each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's not about the money. They're actually in love with the lifestyle yes. more than in love yes. with each other. And then, you know, things things fall apart. I mean, we, we've seen that happen time and time again and and do, do we just write the math equation just say you know spend eight hours at your job eight <laughs> hours with your family and everything will be okay right i Man. mean because because if you don't do that uh-huh. you do lose balance yeah right and, and i mean there's only a certain amount of time where you can be away from your spouse where that love just erodes the, right. the actual love for each other erodes I that's mean, right you have friends that you haven't seen in many many years and even though you still love them on that friend level the togetherness, you know, passion and love for each other isn't there as much That's as right. it was, right? You just kind of hang out and, meh, it, it, it is what it is, yeah. right? And I mean, we, we see that with our own family uh-huh. is that, you know, when you're together living as you're growing up and all that, you're doing everything together and all that. But as soon as you don't see them, then it changes. The, the level of love changes with them and sometimes you can't get that back. Uh-huh. So, you know... Are a lot of people in relationships right now that just simply lack that love? They they had some lust at the beginning. Uh-huh. They get together, sometimes have children, and then they just go this way. Even right. though they're together, they, right. they say they love each other because uh-huh. they're together or because they're married or something. Do you think there's a way for them to figure that back out? And is it truly about just spending time together in order to to get there? Man, you know? like, spending time with the, neg- with the spending time with the people that you love is big, man. You know what I mean? And just that presence. There's something about the presence of it somebody is. that you love. That, that's why we don't, you know, talk over the phone to do exactly. these things. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
when you're in the presence of somebody that you love and respect, it brings an energy mm. around that, you know, that you just can't replace with a phone call. You can't replace it with anything. Yep. You know what I mean? And when, when you miss that and you don't have that, it, it, the dynamics change. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this is where now I, I say you get more closer to work. You, you get more closer to, 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 to the projects that you're working with mm -hmm. more than you do with the people that... And the admin assistant, too. So. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, I, I, I think you really got a good solid point there in regards to that you need to be physically present with people in yes. order to build that connection. Yes. That's how the connection gets stronger is physical. Yes. And I mean, we've seen it these days. Technology has made it easier to yes. have a long distance relationship, but it's still not the same. It's, it's not a the different same. kind of love that yep. we're talking about. That, that, that falls more into that passionate love, right? Because... That's all that you get. You just yep. get a visual influence kind of thing. But you need to really be with somebody with the ability to give them a solid hug or a solid handshake yes. in order to do it. You know, it's uh, yes. What well, what if in the industry that you work in, you make the phone call? Yeah, just leave the key in the mailbox. Uh, by the time you get home, I'll be done my job and all uh -huh. that. Like, I mean, it'd be such a shallow relationship that you yes. have with your clients, yes. right? And it, it would make it so that they don't need you, right? They just pick up the phone and the robot comes and does right. the work kind of right. thing. And it's, it's, uh, we're missing that soft touch on everything that we're doing, right? And I mean, that, that's why we still have servers in restaurants and uh -huh. stuff. And I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. I, I used to serve as well. Me too. But when they come and touch your table and just see how it's doing it creates that environment right and this is why when uh, when you get really good service you give a good tip mm -hmm. because it's that contact that mm -hmm. that conversation that you're having with the person that you know yeah. what this person actually love what they're doing yeah. they care about what they're doing so then at the end of the day when you get that bill right there you just give them the, a, a little bit more because yeah. you know that they're worth it absolutely when was the last time when you were at Walmart or McDonald's that you tipped the robotic kiosk where you're just like <laughs> man thanks for that self checkout right. that was awesome good but job there we go. you leave a toonie on the <laughs> you know. oh toonie is a two dollar coin $2. for those that do not know about by the way. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's the thing is that there are definitely some things that are being automated, you know, and, and that's, uh, I actually don't mind factory automation um, coming in. And, and, and I don't mean this by means of that people are losing their jobs to, uh -huh. to robotics. That's fine. The problem is that in a factory, you still miss a lot of that soft touch, yeah. you know, because everybody is headphones on, doing That's their true. single job, yeah. right? They might get together during the lunchroom or something like that, but usually it's, you know, 15-minute break and 15 minutes, that's it. 30-minute lunch break and all that. So it's kind of that not very healthy environment. Yeah, so gotcha. that's fine for, not fine for automation. Again, I don't want to take jobs, but, <laughs> but that's an environment where I can see where automation can be a benefit just for the human well-being. Uh -huh. You know, and people might just have to change on what they do. I mean, I, I know, but when you're talking about other places, you have to have to have that touch. You have to you know, I. I I just don't see it going 100% automated for food, you know, when you go out to a restaurant or something, uh -huh. it wouldn't make sense because, I mean, that's what I have microwave for. Microwave is the robot that serves me my food. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. Is, and, and so that's the thing is that we are unfortunately heading towards where people are okay without touch. And, and, that's, and I don't mean touch in a gross way. It's just that without being in the physical presence of other people, we are yeah. losing our humanity. Yeah. You know, it's just one of those things. And it's becoming easier because as much as current events out there show us what's happening in the world, uh -huh. we don't have the ability to actually go out there and, and help these people. Well, we do, but it takes a lot of resources. So we sever that connection uh -huh. with them and then it becomes normal to not have connection with people right and that's the thing is that it's kind of like a backwards effect is that you think creating awareness is a benefit 
but because we're detached from it and we can't do anything about it, right. it actually degrades our ability to, to love those people, right? right? And we're yes. seeing that as how is it now in, in anywhere, any other region, um, you know, people are dying and, and it's normal now, right? We're, we're not looking at the headlines anymore, you know? And, and that's the unfortunate thing is that I really feel for it is that you, when I go down to, to the States, I open the paper and there's barely any mention of, you know, a, a gunshot that just happened or, you know, somebody died from, from a shooting. And, it, and it's like five pages in, ten pages in these days, you know, whereas in, in our region, we've had two, two of our RCMP members um, got shot just in the past week. Yes. And this is big news big for news, us yes. up here, right? Yep. And, and that's the thing is that that's still that compassion. But... It's happening so readily everywhere else. I mean, thousands of people are dying every day and yep. it's barely even making the news anywhere. Yep. And it's just like, you know, we're losing that human compassion and touch and it's because we feel so helpless because we've seen it so often we're being desensitized right. to it and, and we can't really do anything that's anyways right. about it. So we're, it's becoming normal. It is and, becoming, and that's just not and, right. and it's, uh, it, that's the way that it is, right? Like you, you don't want to get hurt or you don't want to think about it. So you're just like, I don't want to, I don't even want to read about it, yeah. you know, but then we have to be uh, compassionate about the next man. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And what, what are they going through? You know, and that's love right there. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a, that's a love that for somebody that you ain't even know, mm-hmm. you know, and to remove yourself from the situation, is just kind of, it, it, it's only, it usually affects us when it comes closer to home. Yeah. And you're like, man, it exactly. happened to me. How, exactly. Why y'all don't understand? Yeah. This, is, this is actually happening to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But then were you the same way when somebody else, yeah. 10 doors down from you, was going through the same thing? Mm-hmm. No, maybe not. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, as human beings, we just have to continue on loving on each other mm-hmm. and being compassionate with each other and yeah. being there for each other, even though you don't know who the next yeah. person is. Well, yeah. see, and, and that's the thing is that this, this again, for, for me, you spoke about it already. It only matters to me, and this is a, you know, obviously a satirical statement, uh-huh. if it's happening in this city here or right. the bigger city to the south of us. Uh-huh. For you, if you see something happen in Toronto, uh-huh. you care. You yep. see something happen in Zimbabwe, you care. Yep. Right? But Vancouver East Side, meh. You, you know what I That's mean, right? right? Is, is it, it's... Because we've been there. We already have that love connection to those regions and those that's areas. Right. So that's where it matters. But that's why it doesn't matter Vancouver East Side, right? right? And even though it's a similar result, right? You got your Toronto downtown, you got your Vancouver downtown. I I, I reckon <laughs> that they're very similar, right? As yeah. I mean, you got all these multicultural impoverished areas and all that. But you have an extra heart for the Toronto one. Absolutely. You know, and that's what we're talking about is because you were there. You were in the physical presence of it for a period of time to make you develop that relationship that's right. with the region. Right. And, and that's the thing is that all those inputs are around us day over day that drive us to who we're doing. So if we're taking some of these passions that we're talking about, you know, instead of just wandering through life, you know, just because it's a thing to do. Do you love what you're doing? Do you right. love where you were at? You know, and if you don't, find that. You yes. know, go for that. Yes. Drive for that. Drive for it, man. And, and I think, like, also, like, you, you're just enlightening me about something right here because uh, I care about Toronto. You know what I mean? And um, maybe not BC as much. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but is it human then that you know, like, so, when something happens in uh, a region that you know about mm-hmm. or that you care about? You more you sympathize more with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You sympathize more with uh, your neighborhood because that's where you're that's at. That's right. You know what I mean? That's right. When it happens somewhere else, mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's kinda 
it, it sucks, but it's true. It is true, right? Yeah. And 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 that was the thing is that we we see that all the time. Um, you know, sometimes these uh, organizations will go to other regions on the planet to help other people and all that, yeah. but usually it's because there's vested interest for sure from one party to the other kind yes. of thing, and that, and that's why I, I don't tend to send money across the planet and stuff is because I just have no vested interest there. And that's right. why I'm such an advocate about sure. local, serve, sure. serve, serve locally. You would be able to recruit me to go over to Toronto or go over to Zimbabwe to help yep. there because I know it's something that's close to you. And likewise, if I had something that was close to me, but we would never otherwise be that's taking a look at those regions yes. for, right? But that swings it back to your point about physical. Uh -huh. You have to be there. You have to be in front of people, yes, <laughs> right, for that level of love. You have to be in a region for that level of love. I mean, that's where you hear all the time. So for the good thing of Vancouver and BC is, yeah. you know, you go over there and it's amazing. It's easy to fall in love with that right, region yes. over there, you know. So this here... Maybe isn't necessarily about the fundamentals of love of what we're trying to talk about. It's about being physically present. That's right. right. You need to get to where you want to be. Spend time in the environments that you want to develop relationship right. with. So if you want to develop relationship with poverty, right, in, in good way and bad way, yeah. right? I mean, we're, we talk about poverty a lot on the show. You need to go there to see it so that you can feel on whether or not you yes. actually have a heart for yes. it. Yes. So you're either going to fix it or not fix it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And same, same with everything else. So unless you expose yourself to that, then you're not going to know and you're going to do the, eh, I don't know. Yeah. So I'm not suggesting at all that we need to go over to Syria and, you know, experience the war zone. Yeah. Right? But we need to have an understanding of it. And maybe just going downtown uh -huh. on a Friday night might be enough to let you know conditions aren't really that great across the planet. I'm not saying you need to do something about it, uh -huh. but you need to be more aware. Aware, because exactly. Because... There's a lot of things happening out there that we just look at and we're okay with. We're okay That's with right. other humans that dying is right. right now, yeah. you know? Yeah. And whether it's faith-based or not, isn't the point at all, right? I mean, pe people will politicize it and say, oh, yeah, it's because of this, because of that faith. No, humans are dying. Yes. You know, that that's a problem yes. more than anything. So, so yeah, how do we fundamentalize that? How do we get somebody to physically put themselves close so they can understand it i mean man it has to be it, it has to be in you right like you gotta have the love for for, for humanity because a lot of people are happy when there's war because they're getting contracts to go rebuild they're getting contracts to go you know what i'm saying do uh, different things. i forgot about that you know what i mean no. so <laughs> no so there's a lot of uh different ways of looking at uh, uh poverty looking at war and stuff like that they love to make money so they're gonna make money mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? somebody loves to help people so they're going to help people, you know what I mean? So um, it, it's just a crazy way of looking at it, but it is the reality no, of it. No, you're right. You you're know right. what I'm saying? And like when we look at um, the wars, how many how many banks are making money right now? You know what I mean? How many people are out here actually doing good yeah. because of these things? Yeah. You know, so... Um, so <laughs> you, you know, you're, you're reminding me of something that I heard, and, and I, I only assume it's true because it makes sense. But I believe I asked the question once on, we have enough money on this planet to solve homelessness and poverty. Why don't we just pay to fix it? Yeah. And the response was, because there's no money in it. There's no money in fixing that problem. Right. Right. And, right. and it was just this kind of like, <laughs> you know, because it's true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If there was profit to be made from helping these people. 
It'd be all over. It'd be all over. It'd be all over. It'd be all over it. But th- there's no benefit, you know? And, and that's the thing that sucks is, you know, do we just be the advocate here of the opposite and say, okay, well, right now we're already bursting at the seams of society. Yeah. So by us adding, you know, 15,000 people into the workforce, pull them out of poverty, uh-huh. well, where are we going to get the jobs for? You know you know what I mean? Like there's, there's all these factors that I'm so sure are involved here, that we man. don't think about. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's we're starting to run out of room for all the people that we do have, let alone the ones that we ignore right. all the time as exactly. well. So what if we took yes. all the people that we ignore, made them on functioning, you know, we, would we run out of jobs? I don't know. Or, or do we just simply think that we're going to run out of jobs because there isn't any available, but that's uh-huh. because we choose not to put the energy into <laughs> things that these people are good at. Sometimes, you, you know, like, sometimes uh, dysfunctionality is a good thing. You know what I mean? It yeah. helps balance society. It helps things. It helps move things around. Mm. You know what I mean? So then, if we didn't have marital problems, we wouldn't have ma- a marriage counselor. Yeah, well, which is a job on its own. And exactly, it's making somebody rich. That's what. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> if we did not have a need for a bank, you know what I'm saying? So they, all of these things are interrelated. You know, and if we remove one from the other, it's not going to be. Uh, yeah. it's not going to work. You know. So it's just <laughs> no, no. But so, so as crazy as that sounds, I am almost subscribing to that you're right. Because without imbalance, there wouldn't be work. That's right. Right. If everything were perfect and equal, right. I mean, if everybody were good in this world, right, we would run out of jobs as Christians. We go. You know, what I mean, we would. We, know, we wouldn't bring any light because everybody would have the light. Yes. I don't know. That yes. seems really harsh, though, man. It is even, harsh. even though, even though it's true, or yeah. it seems true, it just seems harsh that we have to have poverty in order to have success. You know, that's right. Because uh, <laughs> the 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 life, uh, the, <laughs> the life coach got to coach somebody who don't know nothing. Otherwise, they're out of the job. Exactly. So everything has and to be. Joined people need up. to have bed bugs, or else you don't have a job. That's right. You know what I mean? So then I'm saying that. So wait, people need to die <laughs> so that paramedics have jobs? Yes. No. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what I mean? So it, we, as much as we want to love certain things and we want to change certain things, we can't do it. You know, because there is always that person that's looking at the bottom line thinking that I'm going to make something out yeah. of this. You know, this situation is very good for me. Yeah. See, I'm not usually speechless, but... You're right. No, that's that's the thing. Everything that we do is because somebody else can't. That's right. Be it okay, <laughs> okay. There you go. And and that's the problem. Yeah. Okay. So you're in poverty. We have this region set up for your people. I mean, there you go. That's there you go. And those people from that region are gonna go have to work for these people in this region, right? Here. Yeah. Well, exactly, right? Because I mean, that's the. the that in its own creates its own dynamic of jobs and all that as well, right? There we go. I mean, there we go. Oh man, this is uh, there we go. Disturbingly man. enlightening. <laughs> you Straight know, up, though. Be, that be, brief- well, because that's what happens. So here's the thing: is that we've, you know, uh, garbage collection, uh-huh. right? Uh, waste management is uh-huh. what they call it now. Those jobs would not exist if we weren't so over-consuming 
You, you know what I mean? And, yeah. that's, and that's the whole thing. And yeah. this, again, ties into a whole bunch of our episodes where, you know, find what you do, be thankful for what you got. You know, you don't know what it's like. I mean, we're complaining that they are late picking up my garbage bin out front, that they come to my house and take my garbage. <laughs> we're complaining about that. Yeah. But, but that's the thing, though, is that all of that wouldn't exist, right? All these people that make a living off of that. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't exist. If That's, we, right. Uh, That's right. That's yes, right. Babe, you're killing me here. Man, oh man. All, the reality uh, is real, man. You know, and the best thing is that the gun manufacturers wouldn't have work for their workers uh, if they didn't have guns to make. That's right. You know, I don't know. Uh, really? Is it? <laughs> That's the tough truth, truth right there, man. You know that. You just know that what I'm doing right here, somebody else is paying for it. Mm. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like somebody who, who's a professor they're banking on somebody who to take a loan out here so yeah. that they can get a paycheck at the end of the day yeah. you know what I mean to keep on going mm-hmm. like that so everything that we're doing somebody's paying for it yeah. you know if that if uh, that person didn't have a, 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 a dirty laundry or something yeah. then we'd, we wouldn't have the, the laundry machines or the you know the, yeah. all these uh, places that we got for laundry so everything is uh, kind of joined up together it really is, right? Yeah. Like, like that's the thing is that even when we do goodwill work, right? I mean, there's still a transaction of sorts happening that is there. Right. You yes. know what I mean? Is that if parents were totally awesome at uh, taking care of their kids and teaching them all the life skills that they need, there they don't go. need a youth program. There we go. You know, I mean, yeah. seriously. And then if there's no youth program, then who's going to buy all the pop and chips? Right, I mean, the, all those manufacturers will go that's <laughs> go wonder because <laughs> these groups are taking up all the Twinkies, man. Yeah, so it's not absolutely good. the truth. No, man, I don't. I mean, I know I have to, but I don't want to accept this reality that you just <laughs> given me here. Because you know me, I'm I'm the eternal optimist. Yeah, yeah. But my utopia is not going to happen. It never will. Right. Because for utopia to happen would create another imbalance. That's the thing, is that if everything were perfect, then there has to be something to offset that. And, right. I, and I don't like that. That's right. right. Because I just I just don't like it. <laughs> I don't Straight know. Up, man. I don't know, Wave. Yep. Okay, so part of our love. So we're talking about balance anyways, which is good. We're talking we started with balance and we're ending with balance as yeah. well. Is that the good and the bad have to balance? So lack of love gets psychologists and marriage counselors money <laughs> straight up <laughs> you wonder uh, like you, you wonder like uh if is this uh psychologist right here praying god send somebody send somebody who is broken you know what i'm saying so you say you, you you're banking on somebody you are uh, i know no, no, no i, I i'm with you and yeah and, right. <laughs> so he's <laughs> straight it's it's true police it's true. need they, they, we, the police need people to break the rules yeah. otherwise they don't know we got uh, absolutely and, and it's funny is because um i i just love it when i see people like you know this cop pulled me over for like speeding you know why don't they spend their time catching real criminals <laughs> i always love that one because it's like well you uh, are a criminal you broke the law <laughs> you know like it's, it's pretty straight. simple but you're right, and I uh, I don't like it. Yeah. But balance. Okay, we'll get there. So balance and love, very important things. 
need to make sure that the love that we have for one thing is balanced with the love that we have for the for other thing. Other. Yes. And um, and that even when things are perfect, they're imperfect somewhere else because they have That's to right. be. That's right. Yes. And, and you know what? That is just one of those kind of not necessarily unproven, unprovable givens kind of uh-huh. thing, but it's so obvious, but yet there's no data you know, that supports that. But unless you think really deep about it and going, okay, so let's say for a minute that everything was perfect and all that, what would be imperfect, you know, but that's a really deep thought. And that's, that's why I'm mulling over things here as I'm going, man, my whole life just changed is because every step that I take of every single day contributes to somebody's well-being or to their demise. There we go. That's the thing, right, is because we always think that we're walking towards positivity but everything good that we're doing is in balance somewhere else. Somewhere else. Every time that you put a ex- little bit extra time into that one kid, there's another kid that's not getting it. Here we go. Right? And, and that's the thing that, that I'm having a problem with is all the negative things that I'm doing in a day, not even knowing it because I think that I'm aiming towards this positive goal. Here we go. Right? Yeah. So we're bringing Haiti to this one region, but neglecting 100 other regions. Yes. You know? And it's just, yes. And, and yes. that's tough. Like, did, did you think about that before today? Um, uh, like the imbalance in yeah, life? Do, yeah, the imbalance. Yeah, I always know that, you know, there, there is Because you've been there, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, um, for anything to be successful, somebody's going to suffer something. You know what I Damn, mean? Damn, man. Yeah, no. <laughs> to be successful, somebody's going to suffer something. Yeah. Walmart comes into the neighborhood, all the mom and pop shops are going to close yeah. out. You know what I mean? Um, what's, what's this uh, big... Um, the, the, the Amazon is out yeah. here in the streets, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody's suffering. But then it's bringing also competition now where yeah. it's like, okay, uh, they, they're bringing out a lot more uh, companies that are going to deliver yeah. stuff. But, you know, at the same time, we've got a lot of businesses that are suffering. Mm-hmm. So we just, uh, there, there is that thing, man. There's always that thing, man, where it's like somebody's successful, mm-hmm. somebody's poor. Somebody's doing something, they're, they're, they're making strides in life, yeah. somebody else is getting pulled off the yeah. line. Yeah. Man, that is an incredible, enlightening... I'm going to mull over this one. I'm probably going to cry. <laughs> but thank you, Abe. I mean, that's a... Man. I don't know. That's one of thank those ones where I'm going to think about for a little while because uh, I, I, I now know that I won't be able to attain it. But I want to make sure that every step that I'm taking, that I recognize the negativity that I could be bringing. Oh, wow. Because yes. I've never considered that. And again, this might just be the the way that I grew up or something, but you always just think that good things have good results, right? And and that's just that right. power of positivity or something, but everything that I do must have some kind of negative result somewhere, right? right? I right. mean, you know, we come to Starbucks, thank you, Starbucks, Yes. Um, but I mean, there's landfill with this cup, you know, there's there's all those kind of things that happen, you yeah. know, it's uh, sometimes the oceans, not, not because of Starbucks, we love Starbucks, but... <laughs> <laughs> So, but but thank you for this one. This one is super enlightening. Nice, it's, yes, uh, yes. I, I I think it would go a long way for us to talk to our kids about that as well. Yes, as recognize the yeah. repercussions of of everything is in balance. There's a positive and negative to everything, no matter That's how much right. positive you think you're doing. That's right. There's a negative, and we choose to ignore it. Right. That's and, right. Uh, I think there's a good lesson to be learned on this one. I learned so, a lot. Yes. Thanks so much for your words, Abe. We are the Two Way Street. Two Way Street. That's Abe over there. It's good. It's always a good time hanging out with you, Abe. At least we're getting some sunshine behind you today. It's coming out. It's really good. Another bright, sunny day in front of us, and I really can't wait for summertime. Yeah. We are the Two Way Street. You can find us on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud. That's where you can find Abe as well. Yeah. At Conversations with Abe. Y'all take it easy and have a great Saturday. 100.